What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Redhead Official Podcast. My name is Lee Smith, host of the Redhead Official Podcast. But then you knew that. You knew that because you heard my voice. (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much if you've listened to the podcast before and you're back. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, uh, I appreciate it. Really, really uh, do. And um, my goal, as it is every podcast, is to not suck. Or if I do suck, to just try to suck a little bit less than I did in the previous episode. Um, over 40 men. Um, I'm going to give you, like, what do you think are three things you can do right now if you are struggling with your weight, you're middle-aged guys, you're out of shape, hopefully you're not way out of shape, but you're just not looking the way that you want to look, you don't have the chiseled physique perhaps that you that you used to have, and uh, you're trying to get back into shape. What are three things you can do? I'm going to give you three things you can do right now. Um, now, I can't make you do them. But they definitely work. You just have to do them. First things first, no need to sugarcoat this. Need you to check your alcohol intake. If you're presently not drinking at all, then okay, fine. You know, you could probably have a beer or two, okay? But if you're presently drinking and you're at more than about mm, three beers a week max, uh, you are sabotaging yourself. Um, beer in particular kills testosterone and testosterone is, is what we need. It's what makes us men, right? Um, and what a lot of us may not be aware is that, um, from about the age of 30, most men lose about 2% of their test testosterone every year without some sort of intervention so that by the time you reach age 40 you're 20 percent less of less of a man than you were at age 30 i mean yeah i'm at age age 30 so that's the first thing that you need to do you you need to either give up alcohol altogether or cut it way way back i would recommend no more than about one alcoholic beverage per week maximum right um so so that's item one second item is um you'll hear uh protein intake is very important and it is but i'm gonna give you something else carbohydrate intake you're gonna probably need to up your carbohydrates now i don't want you to do simple carbs i need you to do complex carbohydrates like from whole whole grains and so forth um rice not white rice okay but you know whole whole rice right um because once again carbohydrates help us process or help us to produce more testosterone okay so um even though you've probably heard for years and years and years and years if you want to 
lose weight if you want to lose fat that you need to cut your carbs but as over 40 men that's actually not true most of us need to increase our intake and the third thing is right is how are we working out well the key is to work shorter not longer so we need to be doing metabolic workouts uh, in about 15 to 25 minute sessions, about three to four times per week with a very high emphasis on recovery. Okay. If we do that, right, um, we are going to lose belly fat and also gain muscle, which is even more important, right? So, uh, and I say that it's more um, important because it's that it's that muscle gain that is going to help us keep the fat away, right? So anyway, that's a very brief overview, very brief, brief summary. Uh, and I just kind of wanted to get that out of the way because it's the perfect segue, I think, into the topic of today's podcast which is um, we have a situation here where, uh, you know, there is obviously uh, a a bad health care set up in this country, right? I mean, um, you know, the the cost of health care, the amount of uninsured uh, individuals, the um, cost to get just basic things done, you know, it's astronomical, right? And while I'm not an expert on this field or in this this field, there are some things that I know or that I think I know just by sheer uh, common sense, right? And uh, I'll just say it that Because we have a nation of fat people um, that their health issues, because they are fat and in poor health in many cases. And by the way, I know that there are many fat people that are actually in very good health. Okay, but we have to go by what the odds are you know or like what is is normal and obviously uh as a nation we have some very high rates of heart disease cancer uh diabetes um and i guess those are the major things um i'm forgetting one um stroke And then obviously our intake of medication to combat certain things is very, very high, right? And that is a direct result of personal choices that folks make and those choices are impacting all of us. So that those of us who actually care about our bodies, who actually do what you're supposed to do to remain relatively uh, problem free, you know, in terms of our health. And by the way, I'm not talking about people that have 
what's the term? Uh, con- congenital issues, I think it is, or uh, chronic issues, not a chronic, but, but basically an issue that you either were given by birth or, you know, you got it very, very young. Okay. I'm not referring to those. I'm referring to things that people get because they have bad habits, right? And those bad habits are costing all of us. I mean, we're talking billions, I mean, billions of, of, of dollars spent um, trying to keep these people going, you know, keep them um, uh, functional, treating all sorts of issues. Um, think if the American population was healthier by even 30%. Think about how how many billions that would be available to go back into a healthcare system, right? But it isn't, you know, and and not only that, but many of these people revel in their bad bad health and their bad uh, food choices, their bad lifestyles. Um, I was overhearing uh, some um, documentary on uh, on um, there's this uh, restaurant in uh, Vegas. It's called the Heart Attack Grill. And uh, one of the dishes on the menu, if you want to call it a dish, <laughs> uh, is a 10,000 calorie burger. Well, actually, it's several burgers uh, with bacon. And it's and I think the burgers are fried in lard or the bacon's fried in lard or the bun is fried in lard. Like everything's fried in, in lard if it can be fried. And... Um, you know, you just wonder, I mean, like, uh, they have a thing there where if you're 350 pounds plus, you eat for free. <laughs> okay. I mean, this is lunacy. It's absolute lunacy. Um, and it's costing us, you know, and it's, um, and, and it's uh, one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about physical fitness, about health, because it's not just about looking good. It's not just about being able to get on a plane and not have your girth infringe upon your, uh, you know, um, seat seatmate. It's uh, not just. Um, having to shop for a car that actually fits you. Um, it's, it's not about having all sorts of issues, perhaps trying to find clothing that fits you. Um, and it's not just about, uh, not having to be totally dependent upon medication just to live. It's also the impact that it has upon everybody else 
uh, on our uh, healthcare system. Um, in my opinion, and look, I have friends that are fat. <laughs> we all do, right? I mean, you know, we're in a fat nation, and so th- this is this this is not a personal attack on anybody. I mean. Uh, I love my fat friends and my fat relatives, just like I'm sure you all love your fat friends and relatives. But the facts are the facts. They're costing us money, right? And that's a tough thing to say, but it's absolutely right. They are costing us money with their bad lifestyle choices, with with the way that they eat with the way that they don't exercise, with the way that they um, uh, uh, make excuses, you know, to to not do what they're supposed to, to do. And, and, and obviously, the longer that you wait, the harder it you know, gets, you know. Um, I mean, if you're 50 years old, and you've been 150 pounds overweight since you were 25. Okay, that's a lot of wear and tear on your hips, knees, ankles, everything, right? So now at 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 50, to try to do any high impact exercise is impossible because there's just too much pain. There's just too much wear and tear. So you have to do low impact exercise. Uh, which takes longer to actually work, number one. And to try to find a a, a place, you know, to like work out. I mean, you know, you can work out at home, but to do low-impact workouts in the house, I would imagine is really boring. Um... But a lot of times there's a level of embarrassment, uh, perhaps to, you know, to get out and, uh, work out. So the best fit is, is to attack these issues before they get out of hand. And if they are out of hand, then it's heavy lifting, but what is the alternative to be on medication for the rest of your life, you know, to, um, to, um, be huge, uh, to, to, to live life as a person who, um, can't comfortably get on a plane or a, or a train or something like that, or, you know, just, I mean, it just seems like that's not a desirable way to live, right? And um, given the fact that that we live in a place, you know, well, at least in America, that has access to awesome food now it has all now it also has access to some food that's absolutely awful 
you know, also. But if you want to eat healthy, you can do that here, right? You know, you can you can eat healthy food. Uh, access to that here. Um, if you're not living in a poverty type of a situation, you know, you know, it's not an issue here. Um, and by the way, the poverty situation, even that's a situation oftentimes that is brought about by poor choices, right? Um, people having children when they're just not really ready on a financial basis um, and it you know it's a self-fulfilling cycle or it's like a um, it's something that um, once you're in a situation like that you don't have enough resources so you get stuck living in a food desert uh, without a car or without adequate um, access to be able to get to where the food is. And even if you had access, you can't afford it because healthy food, un- unfortunately, um, uh, for the most part, is not cheap. Okay. So... But at the same same time, um, when you're in a situation like that, you have to eat something. So you wind up having to eat food that's awful for you, which tends to make your health bad over time. And so now, not only are you under-resourced, but you have bad health also. Uh, and maybe, you know, you're 100 pounds or so overweight now, you know, so, and your, your kids don't have access to the right food or the right or to good proper nutrition education. So they develop bad habits and it's just a cycle. It's just a cycle. And so um, these are things that I know sound harsh, but there's no way to sugarcoat this, right? It's people's bad decision-making generally that puts them into a bad place. And hey, look, we all make bad choices. I know I have, okay? But there are levels, right? And um, I just implore anybody within the sound of this episode here to just take ownership of their health, right? Whether it's, you know, through us, you know, through, through me, or, uh, or, you know, just wherever you uh, need to take ownership because if you don't, it's a selfish act because it's costing all of us money, 
right? It just is. Um, oh, <laughs> I uh, have a, a, um, a situation right now that if our healthcare system was not so was not set up the the way it is um, well no I'll say it like this for people to expect universal health care in a scenario where uh, there are so many people who are obese it's never going to happen ever Okay, uh, that is a, a fantasy. And if it did, it would bankrupt us, right? And I would love for us to to have it. You know, it would be nice to be able to to know that the overwhelming majority of of um, healthcare. Uh, concerns that might come up, you know, maybe you're, you know, you're playing, playing basketball or something and roll an ankle or something like that. You know, you can just go get it, it, um, you know, fixed or, you know, you're um, eating something and you bite down onto a pit, you know, and you crack a tooth and you just go get it. You know what I mean? Like that would be wonderful, but it's never going to happen because we have a fat population that is not only fat but revels in it and 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 either doesn't want to make any changes or um, wants to make make them but doesn't quite know how to do it and doesn't want to put in the work to do the heavy lifting to get back into health. So anyway, um, you know, we need to do better. I mean, really, you know, um, because, uh, you know, it's a selfish way to, to conduct yourself, I think. You know, it just is. So anyway... Hey, that's my episode. Uh, we'll be back very soon. And uh, once again, I really appreciate you. And uh, if you're fat and you listened, you know what? Um, it uh, may have um, been harsh. But uh, like I say, you know, there's no need to sugarcoat this. It is what it is. All right. Hey, this is Lee with the Redhead Official Podcast. We'll see you on the other side next time.